This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hi, I'm Eves, and welcome to This Day in History class, a show that uncovers a little bit more about history every day. Today is September 7th, 2019. The day was September 7, 1936. The last thylacine, also known as the Tasmanian tiger, died at the Hobart Zoo in Tasmania. In 1986, after no thylacine had been spotted for 50 years, the animal was declared extinct. The thylacine, scientific name Thylacinus cynocephalus, was a large carnivorous marsupial. Its fur was short and yellowish-brown or gray, and it had dark stripes across its back from its shoulders to its tail. Its head looked like a dog or wolf's, and its ears were small, and females had a pouch for carrying their young. The thylacine was mainly nocturnal. It once lived all over Australia from New Guinea to Tasmania, but in recent times it was found only in Tasmania. The first recorded killing of a thylacine by Europeans happened in 1805. After it was killed, the lieutenant governor of Tasmania, William Patterson, sent a description of the animal to the Sydney Gazette. He wrote, It is very evident this species is destructive and lives entirely on animal food. On dissection, his stomach was filled with a quantity of kangaroo. This deprecating take of thylacines was also evident in later European communications. Tasmania's assistant surveyor, George Prudeau Harris, wrote that the animal had a savage and malicious appearance and that it appeared inactive and stupid. Thylacines were also considered a threat to sheep, though they were still, quote, cowardly and by no means formidable to man, as later assistant surveyor George William Evans put it in an 1822 book. Since the thylacine was viewed as destructive to flocks of sheep, it was hunted and people offered rewards for killing the animal. But the rhetoric around the thylacine's savagery was just myth. Minister John West of Launceston wrote in 1850, The thylacine kills sheep but confines its attack to one at a time, and is therefore by no means as destructive to a flock as the domestic dog become wild or as the dingo of Australia, which both commit havoc in a single night. Still, reports exaggerated the abundance of thylacines, how many sheep they killed, and how many bounties were paid to kill them. Thylacines were being blamed for the attacks of wild dogs, poor management, rural depressions, and other things that affected agricultural production. Though some people spoke up against thylacine killings, the animal continued to get bad press and was the subject of propaganda. The government even offered a bounty of one pound for every adult thylacine killed and ended up sponsoring the killing of 2,184 thylacines. By the beginning of the 20th century, the number of thylacines killed and bounties offered decreased. Throughout the beginning of the century, the animal became rarer as it faced competition from wild dogs, the destruction of its habitat, and disease in addition to hunting. The last known wild thylacine was shot in 1930. The last captive thylacine, named Benjamin after its death, was held at the Hobart Zoo. It died on September 7, 1936, probably from neglect. 
The thylacine was reportedly locked out of its shelter and could have died from the cold. The July before Benjamin died, Tasmania had listed the thylacine as a protected species. The thylacine was listed as an endangered species until it was declared extinct by the International Union for Conservation of Nature in 1982 and the Tasmanian government in 1986. In 1996, Australia declared September 7th National Threatened Species Day. I'm Eve Jeffcoat, and hopefully you know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at TDIHC Podcast. We'll see you tomorrow. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.